Good morning. Hope you are well. It is Tuesday, which means we have in our 20 day kickstart this morning, we have a higher intensity session, a little bit more kind of cardio thrown in there as well. And then yoga with Bindu to start the day is also day two of our um, five day kickstart as well. So lots going on. Also, the question that came up last night in a live Q&A that I did was around the scales, okay? So feeling positive made changes, but the scales haven't moved. Now, before I go into changing our relationship a bit with the scales, I first want to go reverse back a bit and just ask yourself, number one, what is the rush? And I know this sounds really like a bit like, oh, I want to lose it now, but consider that even if you lose it quite slowly, but it's fitting your lifestyle. And I had this conversation with someone yesterday who has lost four pounds in eight weeks, okay? But one, they don't want to do anything drastic and they're happy with their lifestyle. Two, they, they like their social life. They're not going to give up anything in that area. So consider consider that. Like, she's not going to stop because she's she's finding it, Okay, and actually, when that time's right, she might make more changes. She might go, you know what, what if I do this now? I've seen this happen. I'm feeling a bit better. Now, if nothing's changed in a few weeks, I get it can be demoralising when, you know, when you start something. But consider this in terms of the scale. A pound of muscle weighs the same. If you're exercising every day, this, this lady was exercising every day. A pound of muscle weighs the same as a pound of fat. Now, a pound of fat, though, however, is not as dense, so it might, the muscle might be 20% smaller. Now, I'm not saying definitely this has happened, but it's worth taking measurements, like inches, waist, because the scales, like, if I have this coffee now, I am now, that was an excuse just to drink coffee, wasn't it? I am, after this, I might be about half a pound heavier. Have I put on body fat? No. Also, if all it takes me to do is I could have a meal later at night, so I have my meal later at night, and then as a result of that, I'll get up at the same time, but the food hasn't had enough time, as much time, to digest. So when I step on the scales in the morning, they'll be a bit higher. Also, consider, imagine if you've just started something, you're eating more fruit and veg. That's more fibre, that can cause a bit of gas, bloating, it ferments, that's why it keeps you full up, right? But that can also increase the scales. Maybe you start drinking more water, short term, that could also skew the scales. Maybe you just had a bit of a salty meal, like the night before. All these things can add up, and especially if you're weighing yourself once a week, okay? You're leaving a lot of things to chance in terms of how you feel. Because if you're dictating your results and your habits on just that number, consider this, most people will want to fit better in the, into the clothes they want to wear. Now, yeah, the scales can sometimes dictate whether you're going to do that to an extent, but actually it's more around inches and waist. And, and one lady who has really stayed motivated has actually taken measurements that just suited her, whether it's on her arm, whether it's on her leg. Morning, gay. Leg. Um, and, and sometimes that was enough. It was like, oh, you know what? Something's changing my calf. I've, and that's enough to know that something's changing. Because remember, you're not always going to lose it from, say, 
your waist. Imagine if you just lost fat from your waist. You just look so weird, right? Your body choose your body loses it a bit from every bit from everywhere. You've also got to consider that morning, Debbie. You've also got to consider that if you eat a higher carb meal, okay. Now this doesn't mean you're putting on body fat. If I eat a higher carb meal, what's happening is for every gram of carbohydrates I eat, four grams of that is stored as water. So I'm going to put on weight, but that doesn't mean that it's body fat again. And this this is just why low carb diets, really low calorie diets, short term might give you a boost. Um, but sometimes it comes back on. So this is where and that's fine, by the way, you've got to do what suits you. In fact, for me, a lower carb diet tends to suit me. So sleep again. Like I said, the time between meals, if you have poor night's sleep one night, you're not in bed as long. There's more hours in the day to eat. The time you weigh yourself is shorter. But also consider that what this actually means is if I am tired and stressed, I am more likely to eat. And my perception of being full is a bit off. I'm hungrier. My perceived reward of eating a certain food is also off. Also consider that the time of day you weigh yourself, you're weighing yourself in the evening, all these reasons above are going to come in. If you just started exercising, if you've got sunburn, your, the scales can go up. I hope you're getting my point here. There's a lot of reasons. Now, there is another thing. So if you are feel like you're eating well, you're doing all this work, that's great. And, and know that you're contributing to healthy aging, bone density, muscle, which we know from lots of research coming out in terms of sarcopenia, that in terms of recovery, like prehab from, I guess, inevitable things that many of us will face in life where hospital stays are needed and, and we need to recover from that, whether that's um, re knee replacements, hip replacements or diseases. Having muscle in the tank, if you like, is a great, great way to help your recovery because bed rest causes muscle loss. It can be difficult to rebuild this after. And all these things that are coming in from these positive things like exercise, and not to mention just feeling more in control. Morning, Jill, of, you know, and feeling better, you know, that endorphin hit that you get from exercise. Now, there's other things that I could go into, menstrual cycle, menopause, which again, make it, you could fluctuate four pounds daily. And, and that's another reason why for some people, we ditch the scales for other people. We weigh every day and then after seven days, they divide it by seven to get a better idea. But it's down to you and what you kind of feel comfortable with. Now, one thing I will say is if if this is a big thing for you in terms of like, I want to see the scales go down, I want to see this go down, then, then there's going to have to be some kind of um, extra push, if you like, in terms of measuring and this gives you facts. And although it sounds like what I'm about to say is quite laborious, and, and it is, I guess if you're that stressed about it anyway, you've got to make the decision to dial in that stress towards that laborious work or just go, you know what? I'm going to be happy with what I'm doing. I'm happy with myself. I've I'm started exercising. I'm going to focus on the next one, the next habit a bit later when I'm ready, like I said at the start. Now, that would be the, the thing I'd want you to do if you were that, if you were really stressed about it, like feeling like, you know, I want more weight loss in here. And it can be clinical reasons. Like, you know, there's some good research with fast weight loss for 
people with type 2 diabetes. If you're doing that and you're supervised and you're all good, then fine. And what I would say in this is make sure that you actually, one, track your measurements as well to go along with that. But two, have a, a look at your calories, at least for a week, because it can be quite an eye opener. And I, and I mentioned this before about the licks, the bites, the tastes, you know, having toddlers. Um, it's very easy for me to fall into a bad habit of just finishing their dinner every time. And although it might not seem a lot, the odd chip, the odd bit of burger, the odd piece of fruit, you know, the odd, you know, it's all healthy stuff a lot of the time. It's all homemade stuff sometimes. And yeah, the odd, odd this, finish that, finish that. All of a sudden there's 500, 600 calories. Do that every day as a pound a week. All of a sudden the weight's trickling on or not trickling off. So it's a good kind of bringing it back down and, and it brings into the question of does writing down what you eat help? For some people, yes. For some people, no. You have to find what works for you. So, and if you are in our five-day kickstart challenge today, I'll be going over an easier portion size control way to do it without obsessing about everything. So I hope that helps. Let me know your experiences with this. Like, how, how, where are you at with the scales? Do you weigh yourself? Do you not weigh yourself? Like, where are you at with that? Because sometimes actually that number can mean that you stop just before you're about to see the results. It's never going to be linear. Never. We've got to learn to deal with these fluctuations and actually just deal with them, see them as feedback, along with how we feel, our exercise, our self-care, our sleep. All these things that we know make us feel better. So... Rather than put all this emphasis on that one number, which actually we have no, we can, we can influence, but we can't control. So I hope that helps. Any questions, do let me know. Have a great day and speak soon. Take care.